it's college football's Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> hashtag fuck you. I know, but he's not wrong. I know he's not. <laughs> You're a secret Stephen A. <laughs> You're a closet Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Welcome back to The Unrestricted after a long layoff. What's up, man? How are you, Jeffrey? It's great, man. Everything's great. Bob, you? Did you have fun uh, smelling the dairy air? Yeah, the dairy air. That's he, really he good. He worked on that joke really for, good. for nine days. I was in Wisconsin, and you came up with dairy air. Yeah, I've heard it before. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You know, Wisconsin's cool. I'm glad to be back, but it was kind of cool. Good weather. Um, God, it's beautiful up there. We were in the Lake Geneva area. Mm-hmm. You're familiar? I'm familiar. I've been to the uh, old Playboy Club up there. That's where we stayed. Any vestiges still there of the old Playboy Absolutely Club? Absolutely not. You can't tell that it used to be the Playboy Club. <laughs> so it was owned by Hugh Hefner. Absolutely, it was owned by the Playboy Corp. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was one. Of, it was like a kind of like a country club, kind of like a retreat, That's like a awesome. resort. Yeah, there were you know a few of them throughout the country, and there were Playboy like nightclubs as well. But this was one of the Playboy like country clubs, and Ooh. yeah. And there's no vestiges, like, remaining. It's almost hard to imagine that it used to, you know, have bunnies running around in it. Not even some some soiled carpeting samples somewhere? <laughs> Nothing. I wish. It'd be cooler like if it an, was. A, a bunny ashtray. Nothing. Some matches. Ap- gives new meaning to Nothing. the term golf wench. But it's beautiful. It's really cool up there. Like, Oh, no, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Did I you play golf? Twice. Yeah. How was it? Amazing golf courses. Perfectly maintained, beautiful rolling hills, lots of undulation, bent grass, beautiful stuff. Did they roll fast? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How'd you play? Played pretty well, actually. Hey, you back? I'm back, yeah. Back, back, or back-ish? I'm back-ish. I'm back-ish. It's not that good. Pun intended. not that good. (laughs) Back, neck. So you, you actually were up there, Bob? Yeah, a bunch of years ago, uh, I did a sales conference there, and um, they thought the best thing to put a bunch of competitive sales guys in was let them play volleyball at one of the indoor courts. Oh, <laughs> I know. But see, there's goes. a big difference. If you play volleyball outdoors, you have a chance of being straight. <laughs> if you play volleyball <laughs> indoors and you have the knee pads on, guaranteed, guaranteed, no chance. Interestingly <laughs> enough, I get out there and I have played competitive volleyball. Before <laughs> oh, of course he has. Somebody just wanted to get kicked in the nuts today. So, <laughs> so, so I, so I did go out there in my knee pads. Oh my, my god, it, it gets you wore be- knee pads. It gets better. My volleyball specific shoes, an ankle brace. Oh um, they make volleyball specific shoes. Folks. I didn't. Yeah, they do. So, so I get up there and I spike the ball. Freaking hard into one of the sales guys' faces. <laughs> I mean, hard. It, it was like uh, Tachikara just was just like tattooed on his head. Did you like break his beak? Not really, but I was told you might want to back off a little bit. That's oh awesome. <clears throat> you know what? That reminds me. I was thinking about this last night. Competitive volleyball inside? No, I used to play a lot. Outside. A lot. He was straighter. Sand Beach volleyball. What? I had this in the buddy. main streets of Corpus Christi? Yeah, in Port A. I had this one dude that I knew from College Station, and he would he like spent a lot of days in Port Aransas, all the major holidays, and he would text me like, "We're going to be at Mile Marker 16, you know, Labor Day weekend. Bring you and your team." And like, we used to go meet him like in our twenties. So you drive down, and as you're driving down, 
What are you listening to to prepare for this beach volleyball? Oh, like the White Stripes, you know. Ding, 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 the White ding, Stripes, ding, ding. they weren't even out yet. This is what you're listening to. Jeff is only five foot three, <laughs> but, but, but he plays volleyball. He's got a tennis vertical. Hey, folks, that's not tall. <laughs> but that whole scene totally destroys your thing saying volleyball is straight. Why? That was that was a little homoerotic. Come on. Oh, a little? <laughs> I want some butts. <laughs> Give me some butts. <laughs> yeah, Top Gun was pretty homoerotic. Come on, ma'am. It's game point. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> So we're I got a date. Sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> so we're playing down there one year, and uh, the, the group that we used to play against was, like, good. They had this, like, fat Hispanic guy who could really jump. Like, like fat. Like, 280 pounds fat. He looked like but the he Kool-Aid could, guy? Yeah, but he could really jump. He was like the Charles Barkley of, like, Mexican-Americans. <laughs> and we called him the land shark because every time he, like, spiked on you, he'd go down the net doing one of these, <laughs> oh, like, with a fin over his head. So oh, trash talk. Hockey mofo. <laughs> but he would bring a group, and it was a co-ed group. Like, there were some girls who were, like, big and good. And I remember one time I went up to spike it, and I just got, like, what do you call it when he's stuffed? I got stuffed. Faced. I got roofed Faced. by one of these chicks. And yeah. it came back right in my beak uh. and, like, knocked me backwards. My guys made fun of me forever. I'm like, look at her. Welcome to J.P. Luby, punk. She's like a, yeah, she's like a foot taller than me. Yeah. That's Embarrassing rough. sand volleyball Sorry, stories. Man. God, I used to love playing sand volleyball. There was a really good movie and. Tongue in cheek, but it was good. Remember Thomas C. Howell? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that movie, Side Out. <laughs> there it is. If anybody <laughs> would remember it. You guys Bob. know your movie so well. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, he, he has this summer internship. It's it's kind of like a point break, but without surfing and bank robbing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds less interesting. And he's not in the Come FBI? <laughs> okay. So, I guess maybe it's not. So I don't know. <laughs> But there's beach. Okay. And he spends all his time, his spare time when he's not in the office at the internship learning uh, sand volleyball culture. Oh my God, there's such a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that before or after he did Soul Man? Oh, it's that guy who did Soul Man? Yeah. I know who you're talking Pony about. Pony Boy. Yeah. Okay. I think it was after. He needed to do something lighthearted. Yeah. Even in, in the 80s, Soul Man didn't play well. You no, said something about... you couldn't about, watch Soul Man today. You, no, you can't even write it. <laughs> uh, no, no. It, it makes Tropic Thunder look like it. For those who don't know, isn't it the story of a kid who decides to take tanning pills so to that get he can go Harvard. to Harvard yep. on a black scholarship? Yep. Roger that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's exactly how that happened. I'm just a dude playing a dude playing another dude. (laughs) (laughs) So you said something that made me think. You said something about beach. Have you seen the Barbie movie where Ken just says, that's what I do. I beach. (laughs) I can't say that I haven't seen the Barbie movie. My wife dragged me last weekend. I doubt it. It's actually really funny. It's really funny. And if you want to pick up single girls or not single girls, that's the place to go. Were you in an all pink romper? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you borrowed one of your wives but had it hemmed at Wati because the legs were too long yes <laughs> very few straight men in that theater i gotta tell you and we all had the same look on our face that we'd been dragged <laughs> by our wives but they destroyed 
in oh, the box office. It's doing oh, great. Yeah. And it's actually like not a bad movie. It's pretty funny. That's what I, I've heard, yeah. I, I laughed pretty hard a couple times. It is not for my daughter. I realize that. She cannot go see that. It's got a lot of double entendre, sexual double <laughs> entendre. It's really good. Uh, it's, well, it's Greta Gerwich. Mm-hmm. She's a, Should I know who that is? Oh, yeah. big name. See, big you name guys director. are such movie files. It's unbelievable. Who is better than the other files? <laughs> <laughs> no, she uh, she did Lady Bird. Did you ever see that? No, I think it won an Oscar. Where have you been? Son? I mean, I just don't watch movies apparently like you guys do. But you're up all the time watching summer league hockey. Yes, I do. I do, and U.S. Women's National Team stuff. By the way, could they have found a worse way to broadcast the Women's World Cup? I'm not familiar with how they're doing it. I just it's read just it. in the middle of the night. It's in Australia where they're well, playing? Well, they're, playing, Australia, in the, they're playing in our middle of the night. I know that. But, like, can't we get replays first thing in the morning? It's also winter down there, too, right? I thought, I thought I've seen a couple of the I, replays. I think it's on Fox Sports is carrying it. Yeah, or? but I'm only catching those replays, like, late in the evening. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't know... It's just not good enough. I, I mean, I imagine the entire Western Hemisphere is just not watching this. Well, no. I mean, we're all watching Le- Lionel Messi just, like, destroy the MLS. That's pretty cool. That's been really Five cool. goals, three games? It's really cool. He's that good. He's he that, that guy. Good. Yeah. I, well, is he that good, or is the MLS competition that, that bad? No, he's no, that good. No, I, I, I was listening to a commentator this morning. He says he probably could have had two more years in Premier League. Oh, yeah. And been at the top of the Premier League. So this is not a, this is not a Pele coming in at the back end of his career after he's passed no, his prime. No, he's still really, really good. I mean, he, his execution on set pieces is still, I don't know, is it the best in the world? Maybe. Maybe. He's still at the top of his game. It's unbelievable. Um, but there's not a lot of sports going on, and I admit that since I've been in Wisconsin, I kind of unplugged. Like, I realized that we have the NFL starting tonight. Tonight? Tonight! Yeah, apparently you did not. Hall of Fame game, Jets and Browns. In which nobody that we know is going to be playing. That's right. <laughs> Preseason football. Is there anything worse? It's pretty bad. I think what's worse is I get excited, and then I watch it, and I'm like, what the fuck? You got tricked again. <laughs> every year. Yeah, every year. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch the Cowboys. And then, you know, when when Cooper Rush was a rookie, and I'm like, ugh, why am I watching this? But now he's he's decent. Now he's something. Yeah. I'm actually getting spam email from, like, the sports books, like, giving me, like, betting lines for tonight's Hall of Fame game. I'm like... No. Really? How bad am I a gambler if I'm betting on the Hall You're of Fame? You're a bad game? degenerate. I mean, I would rather gamble on summer league basketball. I would rather watch summer league basketball. Yeah. I mean, I just have no interest. I'd rather watch baseball. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't baseball know. in August? I will. I, I got to tell you. It's the, heating up. With the Texas teams getting their starting pitching staffs. Oh, trade-raping the Mets. Trade-raping the Mets. I don't know. The Mets, the, the Mets, well, the Mets got a really good prospect. Your prospects are balderdash. I don't know. I mean, Verlander to the Astros, Scherzer to the Rangers, and all of a sudden both Texas baseball teams look much more interesting should they make it to the postseason and have a chance. Well, the Rangers have been interesting this year, right? They've been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, – 
the Astros are just kind of hanging in. Yep. But, but, but they Ver, got their guy Ver, back. Verlander will vault them back into the conversation. If you do not, if we do not see the Astros contending, I'm going to be surprised. Neither one of these guys has been at the top of their game of late, but you still want these guys. If you got to go into a postseason, if it's if it's one of these one game scenarios or a seven game series, either one. Who are you going to want to give the ball I mean, to? I mean, one I'm, of these dudes. I'm going to actually call into question the the comment. They haven't been all good as of late. Verlander has pitched lights out in the last month. Okay, for a month. So so he is really coming back. I I, I think they were they were pitching on a club that had that got destroyed when their closer got knocked out in the World Cup, and they're like, we ain't going to be able to compete for anything, and they didn't have any run support. Yeah. So no, I mean Scherzer is a beast. Scherzer is a barbarian. Yeah. Scherzer will. Scherzer could break his foot. He's going to go out to the mound and pitch. Both these guys, I'd definitely give him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that makes that more interesting. Are you going to watch Jets Browns tonight? I, didn't I mean, even I know, know you've happened. I know you fall for it. But now I'm totally <laughs> probably going to watch. <laughs> I may watch a little bit of the spectacle around it. I mean, it is the Hall of Fame game, so we'll see a little bit more around it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to watch the play for any bit of time. What do you guys make of the Zach Martin situation with the Cowboys? He'll come back. They'll find a way to pay him. They better. Yeah. They I mean, got, he's, I that, mean, he's that important, isn't he, he? Yeah. He's top three of importance on the whole team. Really interesting when you look at it in, in context with the whole running back controversy about what those guys are getting paid. Sure. Because he's going to get paid more than more than Saquon, more than Pollard. Oh, yeah. And he's worth it. He's worth it. I was thinking. They need to pay him. They absolutely need that. I mean, Zach said pay the man. And Why then, did Jerry Jones – Jerry Start Jones talking right. about Micah Parsons. What was he saying about Micah Parsons? Well, he was like, look, Zach needs to realize we got to pay Micah Parsons one of these days, too. And it's like, well, no shit. Remember in the 90s, Emmett Smith used to do this all the time. Yeah, he'd hold out. There's no money. There's no money. We can't pay you. We can't pay you. He even held out a couple games. Yep. But then he came back. And somehow they found a way to pay him. That's what you anticipate here? Yeah. Yeah. He's got to say, what do you mean pay him? I already did in 2020-whatever. I paid him $72 million. He's still on that deal. Yeah, every year the contracts go up. He signed a contract. Yeah. He wants to renegotiate. I've got other players to pay. That's what he's supposed to say. Though, I mean, I'm a little sympathetic to the idea. If you signed a contract two years ago and it's a four-year contract and you're halfway through it and you're kind of crying and bitching and moaning that you want to renegotiate it. You signed a contract two years ago. Suck it up, Buttercup, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Though That's the Dame Lillard situation in the NBA. Yeah, though though going against that, I mean, NBA contracts are more guaranteed than NFL they contracts. are guaranteed. The back yeah. end of NFL contracts are hardly ever guaranteed, Deshaun Watson notwithstanding. Sure. Sure, and that's why these guys actually have at least some sympathy coming from me on yeah. renegotiation. Mm-hmm. Where Damian Lillard, it's like, well, you just signed an extension to stay in Portland. Now you're demanding to go to one team, the Miami Heat? Come on, dude. You, <laughs> you signed up for this. Now you want your cake and to eat it too? No, doesn't work like that. And that's why Adam Silver in the NBA sent out that memo saying you can't do it. But that doesn't mean he's not going to. He's still going to wind up in Miami. I'd bet bet my bottom dollar on it. Yeah, the players run the NFL. Players run the NBA. Backtrack. Yes. (laughs) The owners run the NFL. Yeah. The players run the NBA. No, but I think it's a very interesting – 
discussion about how these running backs are getting hosed because they take more punishment than any other player. They are also the most replicable. Yeah. In terms of, you know, talent and in terms of production, they're the most replicable. I mean, it's all the time you have a seventh-round draft pick who winds up being a productive NFL running back for two years. I mean, it, it just happens. But Pachenko. Yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's that's always been my position. I mean, I mean, my 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 comment to Eckler is fine. Go 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 your separate way. I'm going to sign three average running backs for what I would have paid you. And I'm going to be better off. I'm going to platoon them in, and I'm going to have the same production. Or maybe I'm going to have 95% of the production, but I'm going to save money. Yeah. And if I'm an, if I'm an owner, if I'm a GM, if I'm a front office, I have other positions I have to pay. Sure. I don't have to pay a running back. That's the market. The only comparison that I can really think of, and it's not a perfect comparison, but centers in the NBA over the last decade. Devalued. <clears throat> massively devalued. Mm-hmm. And most teams are smart enough to say, well, we're not going to give $20 million a year to Jakob Pertl, who's just an average NBA center. We'll give the $44 million or $48 million or $60 million for Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic, who are the exceptions to the rule. But otherwise, we're going to patchwork our position with three guys at a cheap spot, which is what the Spurs have done at center, right? They're spending almost no money at that position. Right. Right. And, and it, it, they cobble together three guys, and it works out. Um, that's the closest comparison in sports that I can figure out. But even those, even a shitty center is getting paid more than a running back. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I think what they should do, I don't know. What I, the, the guys need to get paid more, but on, sm, on smaller deals. Yeah. I heard a very interesting proposal to kind of hope to kind of help their running back situation, which is take the quarterback salary out of the salary cap, pay them on a different scale and allow the salary cap be for the rest of the team. It's a great idea. That is a really good idea. But, but I think it's, but I think at the end of the day, it's not going to help because the market is going to adjust. And when I can put in a kid right out of college to run and get 90% of the production for 25% of the money, that's pretty easy analytics. Yeah, even I can do that math. It is. It is. I mean, I can't actually do that math, but I yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of running backs, Ronald Jones, our backup running back for the Cowboys, got suspended. Yep. For performance enhancing drugs. He needs to take more of them. His performance better sucks. Ones. <laughs> he needs to take better ones. Well, apparently, he wasn't taking really good ones because it was only two games. What was he taking? Like prednisone or something? <laughs> He's not a good steroid, dude. <laughs> Anti-itch cream. Prednisone. That's really good. Cortisone. Prednisone. All the I'm zones. on steroids. It's prednisone. I'm really swollen and cranky. But my, my muscles aren't growing. What's wrong with these steroids, Doc? I've got eczema. I don't know, but you're suspended. Yes, I've got eczema. It's really helping my skin. My ashy skin, but it's not helping my performance. Oh, my God. My average is still 2.1 yards per attempt. Poor Ronald. So what did I miss in college football? You guys were spraying this in the pregame session before the show. I... I admit, Wisconsin oh. like had me with blinders on. I didn't read anything. It's been great. So, Pac-12 is dead. 
Yeah. Pretty much. And, and it looks like the ACC is dead, too. Hasn't the Pac-12 been dead a while? Well, I mean, the USC-UCLA thing kind of presaged their death, but they had held on to everybody else. But now it looks like not so much. Who's going? Uh, Colorado for, is for gone. For sure Colorado is going to, to the, the Big, Big 12. 12 plus 8. The, nice. Big, the Big Ten looks like they're courting Washington and Oregon. And Arizona and a few others are looking like they're going to jump ship. They, they were allegedly negotiating a new media deal a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. And it looks like it was going to be Apple TV. But the Pac-12 commissioner said, I'm not, I'm not, going, to sign a, I'm not going to sign a bad deal. Dude, you ain't going to get a deal. Mm. Nobody wants to watch your conference. Your conference sucks. What if where are Arizona and Arizona State going to go? I don't care. Just not Mountain the Pac-12. West? Beach volleyball. <laughs> just get rid of their football programs. I no, mean, no. You can keep their you can keep their program moving to the Big Big Ten or Big Twelve. I don't care. Okay. God, how many teams are going to wind up in the Big t- Big Twelve? <sighs> I I wish we could keep one of these conferences, Pac-12 or the ACC. I don't like the idea of three major conferences. The math doesn't work right for me. That's where we're going. I know, but I need a fourth conference because that works well for a college football playoff that's actually meaningful to 2v2. me. Two v two. Yeah. Though, where the hell does Notre Dame go one of these days? They have to go someplace. You would think. I mean, they're the cash cow. Freaking independent Catholics. <laughs> no, I saw, I, saw, uh, I saw something on, on Instagram, I think, and it was like 10 worst fan bases. And I thought for sure that uh, Texas would be in there. They're not? No. Huh. And the guy was from Ohio State, and he even ranked his own team as three, as the, the worst. But he ranked Notre Dame as the worst. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're the worst. In what way? Because their expectations, and they think that they're playing for a national championship every year. They do. Oh, it's, I mean, it's college football's Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> hashtag fuck you. I know, but he's not wrong. I know he's not. <laughs> You're a secret Stephen A. <laughs> You're a closet Stephen A. Smith fan. Oh, but not but not wearing the yellow suit he was on in first take this morning. I didn't see it. My God, it was mango top to bottom. What mango? Well, see, and that's what like ESPN has saddled all their horses to that guy. Yeah. And Pat fucking McAfee. Yeah, I noticed. And they're both kind of clowns. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. See the yellow? Oh, my God. It's Canary. <laughs> He's the Canary in the coal mine. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. <laughs> well, and I give them credit. They've made a ton of money, and they leverage what they do. Yeah. But... That they broke up Mark Jackson and uh, Stan Van, uh, sorry, uh, Jeff Van Gundy was a huge mistake. And then they they, fu- they they laid off Jackson, right? They laid off Jackson and Van Gundy, and they fired Todd, Todd, Todd. No way, Todd yeah. McShay gone. No way. Yeah. How good was that guy? He was awesome. These guys are going to land somewhere and make a better network. Well, it takes money to do that. Yeah, it does. Time. I mean, with. I mean, with with McShay's mocks, I mean, he could probably run his own website and sell a subscription. Sell oh, a no doubt. And make a decent amount of coin. Yeah, but you, I like seeing him. He'll be on a network. I would think so. Fox would have to pick him up. Well, now somebody else, they're going to have competing uh, draft coverage then. Why do you say? Well, yeah. Exclusively, ESPN covers the draft, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the NFL opened it up. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly. We're, we're, it's going to be election night. Yeah, everybody covers. The board. The, yeah, that would be interesting, actually. I'd watch it. Let's close the show with where we began, the world of film. Okay. You saw Oppenheimer. I did see Oppenheimer. I have not gone yet. Fill me in. One of, for me, one of the best Nolan movies yet. Very, very good movie. Great subject matter. Not that much action because there isn't much action in the story, but it really highlights the shit we did to the guy who spearheaded the atomic bomb and and the character assassination by Robert Downey Jr. playing Louis Straws that happened at the back in the in the mid 50s. Is it worth 3 hours? Yes. Let me just ask you. Yes. Okay. Yes, no, Nolan does a really really good job of bouncing around in the time periods. He breaks it apart across three time periods. Oppenheimer before the war, Oppenheimer during the war, Oppenheimer in the mid 50s and then a little bit of, of straws at a congressional hearing. Okay. But he bounces across those things. So we, we go from the security hearing for Oppenheimer back to Oppenheimer's time at Berkeley or Oppenheimer's time in London. Got it. So it bounces around. So it does keep your interest. I was able to watch the whole movie without needing a pee break. Oh, wow. Uh, That's impressive, actually. Especially at your, your age. age. <laughs> I had to take two pee breaks in Mission Impossible and felt I couldn't take a pee break in Oppenheimer. So there you go. Yeah, Mission Impossible required pee breaks. It was too much. I didn't like it. It was. It, so it, you guys it was a little saw boring that to also? me. Yeah. Pardon? I guess I hadn't seen it any movies. Yeah, I've been I've been going to the movies lately. Yeah, seen Mission Impossible, seen Indiana Jones. I saw Indiana Jones. They're you just, didn't like it. They're just yeah. okay. They're just okay. But Oppenheimer's yes. Oppenheimer's are worth it. Go see it in IMAX. I don't know if you need to see it in seventy millimeter IMAX, which there are only nineteen of those screens in the United and States. And ours keeps breaking. Ours does keep breaking. Puro San Antonio. Apparently. Like the the bulb goes out and they don't have an extra and they need to order it and it needs to be shipped in and there's only two technicians in the entire city of San Antonio that can work on that projector. Yeah, and people are driving here from like Timbuktu just to see it on our special theater. I know, and it's shitty seats. River Center IMAX, shitty seats. Get better chairs. Do they make any money? That freaking place is sold out. Always with their with their crappy chairs. When I wanted to, I saw Oppenheimer last Monday, the Monday, first Monday that it came out. I was looking at tickets. It was sold out every day last week. Yeah, in the middle of the day, which is either we have people coming in or we have tourists who have nothing else to do except see the Alamo and go see a movie, or those jobs numbers they keep posting in the news <laughs> are fucking wrong. Because <laughs> how can you go see a movie in the middle of the day? Ugh. Yeah, AI. <laughs> Boys, I enjoyed it. It's nice to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. See you next week. All right. With another episode of The Unrestricted. Like and subscribe, please, folks. Peace out. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh-huh. It feel good. Cause you know it's good. Hey, feel good, don't it? It feel good, uh-huh. It feel good, cause you know it's good.